1: On today's episode, we are tackling the big question of what if you don't want to be given away? So, this is the tradition of a father walking the bride down the aisle and giving her away to be married to her groom. And as you can tell, this is obviously a heterosexual wedding tradition. And we're gonna talk about it because I know a lot of modern-day couples are not super cool about this. They don't love the tradition, and they definitely don't love the symbolism and sentiment behind it. Not many people are too keen to be given away these days. Um, Our our fathers don't own us, (laughs) and our new husbands certainly don't get to own us. So the whole thing rubs a lot of people the wrong way. So in today's episode, we're going to look at it, we're going to dive into kind of where the tradition came from, and other ways you can walk down the aisle if this whole thing doesn't quite sit right with you. Uh, Before I get into it, obviously, you know, this is the unconventional wedding planning podcast. So some of these ideas are not going to be traditional. Um, As always, take what you want, leave what you don't. If you are super, super excited to have your dad walk you down the aisle, that's amazing. Um, Awesome. I'm actually going to jump into that right now. So The tradition is the father walks the bride down the aisle. She usually has a veil over her head. He might lift the veil and then he will literally pass her hand to the groom's hand. And in some religions, there's actually a moment where the priest or pastor um, will say, who gives this woman to be married to this man? And the father will say, I do. So it is literally (laughs) giving the young woman to her new husband. Um, Sometimes that gets a little bit uh slightly more modernized. I've heard a response also of who gives this woman to be married to this man? And the father will say, Her mother and I do. So, you know, at least kind of including the mom. Or, and this one is totally my favorite and a great way to sort of subvert the tradition, the father will answer, she gives herself with her mother and my blessing, which I think is really cool, but is still. Um, still a little weird. It's still weird that the priest or the pastor, whoever it is, has to ask who is giving this woman to be married to this man. Like, why is that a question? And also weird that you know, if if the answer is she gives herself, why is the dad answering for her? Why can't she answer? Anyways, don't love it. Not my favorite. <laughs> um, and obviously, this tradition comes from, you know, a time when women were sort of seen as like the responsibility of their, um, their family, you know, the father was taking care of his children, especially his female children. And he was now like passing her off to the husband sort of saying like, hey, she's your responsibility. Now, you know, I've raised her and taken care of her and paid for her up until this point. Now she's all yours. Uh, Good luck sort of thing. Um, So yeah, I think, I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you are sort of like a little bit... Uh, maybe disgusted is too strong of a word, but you're not into this tradition. You don't love the idea of being literally given like property to your husband. Um, I'm going to get into it in a bit about uh, the same sex weddings and how this tradition just totally does not work if you are marrying um, someone who is the same gender as you. Um, So let's, yeah, let's jump into it. Okay, so the first thing you can do if you are not loving this tradition is reframe it. So if you still want to walk down the aisle with your dad. You just don't want any of this sort of connotation of like giving someone away or being property or being sold or anything like that. Totally reframe it. And that's something you can do kind of internally, just sort of say like, hey, this isn't me being given away. This is just a special moment with my dad. It's a symbol of, you know, our bond and our love for each other. And we're just sharing this moment. And then you know, we're going to continue on with the rest of the ceremony. That's awesome. And I totally support that. And, you know, I love my dad. And uh, as you know, spoiler alert, we're not going to do the traditional father walking the bride down the aisle, giving her away thing. And a part of me is a little bit sad about it, to be honest, as much as I totally hate the tradition, hate what it symbolizes, hate the patriarchal (laughs) tones of it all. I do love the idea of having that special moment with my dad. And I wonder if, you know, as I was growing up, if he ever thought about the time when he would walk me down the aisle if that was like a bucket list thing for him having a daughter um so yeah it does make me a little sad and i and i understand people who say you know what i i don't support what it means and to me it doesn't mean I'm being given away or, you know, sold or passed off, but I do want that moment with my dad. And that's what I'm going to think of it as. And I think that's that's awesome. If you can reframe it that way, and maybe even like take some time to explain that to your dad or, or whoever, and let them know that that's your thinking, that's amazing. You can also tweak part of it. So like I said, if you are getting married under that religion who, you know, they have the question of who gives this woman to be married to this man, talk about other answers, perhaps Um, you know, the priest or pastor, whoever, they can ask the bride and groom directly. Like, do you give yourself to be married to each other or something like that? Um, Or maybe, you know, instead of having the father literally hand the bride's hand over to the groom, you could just have a moment where you hug your dad and then you turn over to your partner. So, you know, it's not as much of like being handed to to your new spouse. Um, There's lots of ways that you can sort of tweak this tradition, still have that great moment with your dad, but do it on your own terms and sort of make it clear that you are not being given away in any sense.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
1: The next option would be to walk down with both of your parents. So this is something I've seen in quite a few weddings. Instead of the bride coming down the aisle with just her father, she would come down with her father and her mother, or, you know, her two moms, her two dads, whatever it is. And I know in some cultures, I believe in Jewish weddings, this actually is the tradition. It's to come down with both of your parents. And this is really nice. It's a nice way to acknowledge both of your parents, you know, not just your dad. So often in traditional weddings, the moms actually get really shafted, you know, it's like the dad is the one who walks the bride down the aisle, the dad is the one who gives the toast, uh, kind of gets all that recognition, whereas, you know, most often, it's the mom who's actually more involved in the planning of the wedding. Um, so it's a really nice way to to involve both of your parents. And it also sort of changes the symbolism, you know, you can make it more about, hey, I'm walking in with the family who raised me, you know, this is my acknowledgement to the life I have led up until this moment, you know, the two people who were closest to me who are my family, and now, you know, stepping into this new life with my new partner and my new family. I think that's really beautiful. It can get a little bit complicated. I know there's been so many questions in the wedding planning Facebook groups about, okay, how do I do an aisle walk? You know, my parents are divorced, they hate each other, they definitely don't want to walk down the aisle together, or, you know, I have step parents, do we need to do all four of my parents coming down the aisle with me making it five people coming down the aisle at once do I want to do you know walk with my mom for half the aisle then switch to my dad for the other half so there's lots of lots of options lots of variables lots of uh, things that can definitely complicate this depending on your family it might not be as simple as just mom on one arm dad on the other Um, but if that is an option to you or if you want to sort of work out your unique family dynamics. I think that's a really cool way to come down the aisle with sort of both of your parents or all of your parents, whatever your situation may be. Another option is to come down the aisle alone. I actually think this is a really, um, kind of like a badass option. (laughs) Like it's really cool to walk into your wedding by yourself. I think the symbolism of like, hey, you know, I am an independent woman and apologies, I'm talking very heterosexually here just given this tradition I promise I'm going to speak to everyone but please know if you do not um, identify as a bride all of this still applies to you if you are planning to walk into your wedding in any fashion. Um, But I love the idea of coming in alone and sort of saying, like, hey, I give myself freely. I am entering into this relationship as, you know, a complete person, Um, super excited to marry my partner. There's also the opportunity, if you're doing this, to have both partners have their own, like, solo walk, right? Like, so in a heterosexual couple, the groom could have a moment where he gets to walk down the aisle, goes to the front, and then the bride gets to walk down the aisle. Or you could both walk in, depending on what your space looks like. Maybe you have, like, two aisles coming from the sides and you both meet in the middle i don't know whatever it is but it does give an option for both partners to have their own sort of solo aisle walk and i think this really works for um i guess couples who are like a little bit more modern a little bit more um i don't know feminist liberal progressive whatever you want to call it who really love that symbolism of you know walking alone as an individual entering this marriage you know a complete person choosing freely to join Um, another person in in this new family and this new partnership. I also think it works really well for slightly older couples. I think it's a bit, (laughs) and this is not to say, I mean, you walk down the aisle with whoever the heck you want to walk down the aisle with, but I think it's kind of funny when you have couples who are like, okay, we've been together 15 years. We have three kids. We've, you know, we're finally deciding to get married. We're in our thirties or forties or whatever. And now I'm going to ask my like 65 year old dad to walk me down the aisle. Like, well, why? He's not your, he's not like your keeper. He's not, you know, you're not moving out of your dad's house that night to go live with your new husband or anything like that. To me, in those situations, it would make a lot more sense to walk in alone or maybe walk in with your kids or something like that. But of course, you do you. If you want to have that moment with your dad or whoever, go for it. But they're just, I think the option of walking in alone is really cool. And it's also a really good option if you do have some of those interesting family dynamics that you want to avoid like if you're not that close to your dad or maybe if you know your father's passed away or you just have like I don't know five step parents because of multiple divorces and you just can't figure out who to ask without having an aisle that's like 30 feet wide to fit you all you can just say nope to all of that put your foot down and say no need I am walking in by myself (laughs) Another option is to walk in together. And I really, really love the symbolism of this. So this would be the couple coming in down the aisle together. And I think it's so cool. You walk into your wedding together, you walk out together, you're both choosing this, you're both entering into this new relationship, this new family, this marriage as a duo. Um, And again, this is, you know, it makes sense for a lot of modern couples who live together or who just, you know, have these lives together that are not so um, involved with their parents like for me you know my dad lives on the other side of the country from me I haven't lived in his house for over 10 years now it's just it would be kind of strange symbolism wise uh, for him to walk me down the aisle and give me away to this person that I've lived with for the last like four four years um yeah it's a bit it's a bit odd so I think it's kind of really cool to do this thing where you walk in together it's also a great way to give both partners the spotlight you know usually in a hetero wedding it's the groom is just like magically already at the end of the aisle and the bride gets this big moment where she walks in and all eyes are on her everyone stands people are oohing and aahing and taking photos and crying And if that's, I mean, if that's your thing, if you're looking forward to that moment, go for it. If it's not your thing, if it makes you uncomfortable, or if you just kind of want to share that moment with your partner, then go ahead and walk in together. I think that's such a cool option. And you both, you know, get that nice warm reception and cameras going off in your faces and people crying and (laughs) cheering for you and all that. It's also a really good option if you are nervous. So if the idea of walking down the aisle just like totally freaks you out and you're going to be super, super anxious, like what better way to do it than to be holding the hand of the person that you're about to marry that you're, you know, you were going to meet at the end of the aisle anyways. I think that would be a really cool way to sort of calm your nerves. Of course, if you do choose to walk in together, you'll probably need to do some sort of like a first look ahead of time and whether that's an official first look where you know the photographer is there and one of you is blindfolded or has to turn around or something like that or if it's just a simple thing of like hey we're gonna get ready together and like well we'll end up seeing each other during that or you know we're gonna meet in the hallway before we walk down the aisle whatever it is it doesn't have to be a you know capital F capital L first look but just inevitably if you are walking down the aisle with that person it's not gonna be a moment where you see each other for the first time you know at the end of the aisle you'll probably end up seeing each other before that. So something to keep in mind if you did want to do a more traditional, we don't see each other until the aisle. So let's talk about the same sex aspect of it all. So if you are, you know, a woman marrying a woman, a man marrying a man, or just you don't fit into the categories of bride or groom, this tradition is like totally being thrown out the window. Because if you are two brides, and you're planning, you know, the aisle walk, it's obviously going to be, you know, non-traditional, because it's not going to be a situation of a groom at the end, waiting to be handed his woman, you know, you're not going to be giving each other away to someone else, because you don't have that man there. And then, of course, if you're two men, um, you know, who's being given away to who, just the whole thing gets totally thrown on its head. And I kind of think this is actually like, you know, one of the best ways to sort of analyze a wedding tradition. If you're looking at a wedding tradition and kind of wondering, like, you know, where do we get this from? Why do we do this? Does this even make sense? Do we have to do it? One of the things you can do is just sort of think, hey, you know, if we were a same sex couple, how would this apply? And if you can't figure it out, if there's not like a clear, simple, you know, way to do it, then there's a good chance that that tradition is super old and antiquated and maybe stands for some things that you just don't believe in. So sort of take a page out of our, um, you know, much cooler same-sex wedding book and, and think like, you know, how are same-sex couples reworking the entrance and the aisle and all of that to make it work for them? And, you know, if, if they're doing that, why, why can't we let's go ahead and get non-traditional and unconventional and do an aisle walk that works for us, you know, have that freedom of sort of designing your own entrance into your ceremony. And I know some people are going to say like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, but this is just, you know, what is expected it's what people assume I don't want to hurt my dad's feelings it really doesn't matter to me so I'm just going to do it and that is so fine like if you could care less well I don't know how you got this far into the episode if you could care less but if you really could care less and you don't want to hurt your dad's feelings and you kind of just want to do it and you know it's not a big deal this isn't the part of the wedding that is important to you I I kind of say sure then do it right But if it is important to you, or even if you just have a small inkling of like, hey, I I don't love this, there are options. There's no one right way to do things. People will get on board. Um, You know, people who really love you and care about you are gonna be fine with it. The average person will probably not even remember. (laughs) Most of your guests couldn't tell you, you know, how you entered or what it looked like or whatever, and there is meaning to this, right? Like this is your wedding ceremony, hopefully your one and only wedding ceremony where you're going to say your vows and start your marriage. It's the reason for the whole party. And if you're putting in like all this thought and time and energy and money into, you know, centerpieces and napkin folds and candles, they're going to sit on the gift table, like why not put a little bit more thought into how I enter my ceremony, like the first time, you know, my guests see me how I want to enter into this space. Okay, I'll get off that soapbox. You think about your ceremony as much as you want. But I did want to share what my partner and I are planning to do for our wedding. So we will be doing a modified version of the walking in together. Like I said, I love the symbolism of the two of us, you know, as a unit, as a partnership, walking into this marriage together evenly, both of us having that spotlight. Um, Just logistically, the space that we're looking to get married in is, is quite small And we're kind of thinking that we'll actually already be set sort of at the front of the space with the officiant before we let people in. It's just going to be a very short, like five, 10 minute ceremony. People are just going to stand for it. So I don't think we're actually going to do the aisle walk at all. We're kind of cutting it, but uh, technically we will walk in together because we'll be there (laughs) ahead of time together. Um, But for us, it just made more sense to kind of cut the aisle walk altogether. And that is totally an option to you. If you're having a smaller, you know, more low key elopement style, wedding and the idea of just doing an aisle walk is like kind of weird. Like you'd have to like ask people to like stand on separate sides of like a grass field or something. You can skip it. You don't have to do an aisle walk at all. You can already be in place. You can kind of just mingle and chat and then go stand where you're supposed to stand. Totally fine. Um, We also are sort of not doing the aisle walk because of the space it is a little bit narrow so even just having you know one person walk down the middle would be complicated let alone two if it was you know me and my dad and then i do have you know my mom and my stepmom so that would be four of us and i just do not think we have the space for four people to walk down an aisle and still have guests on either side just not going to happen so logistically and also symbolically we are choosing the walk-in together kind of have that moment be about both of us, and not sort of putting just me at the center of attention, um, works for us, uh, you know, works for our relationship, works for what we stand for. And it also works for our space, which, you know, I'm a very practical person, and that is important to me. So the only sort of hiccup with all this is, of course, breaking the news to my dad. Um, I love my dad and choosing to not do an aisle walk and, you know, just sort of be there already with my partner or walk in with my partner has nothing to do with how much I love my dad. And it's not about me wanting to like crush his vision for this day. It's really about me just being more honest to what I want, what I believe in, what makes sense for our space and also for our relationship and you know, what feels more true to us. Um, and you know, I, I can hear people already saying like, oh, but my dad, you know, he told me how much this means to him and he's always envisioned this, this moment and he, you know, he can't wait to do it. And, and that's wonderful. And if you don't care and you'd rather do that, awesome. But if you do care, just know that like your dad's visions of this moment, you know, as he rocked you to sleep as a, as a one-year-old or whatever it is, those don't trump what you want to do on your wedding day for your marriage with your partner. Like this is, you know, people always say, you know, it's your big day. This truly is your day. Like every part of it should feel like you and you shouldn't have to compromise for something, you know, your dad dreamt about 20, 30 years ago, whatever it is. And I think the best way to sort of get him on board is just to talk to him about it. I think most dads would agree that they don't want to give you away in the, you know, very traditional sense of it. And if you tell him like, hey, the idea of you walking me down the aisle and giving me away, it I'm not comfortable with it. It's, you know, it's super patriarchal. Um, it kind of just steps on everything I believe in. It's not feminist. It's not progressive. Um, it doesn't fit my relationship. And it's just not <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense for, for my life to do something like that. And, you know, I love you very much. And I I hope you can, can be comfortable with that because, you know, let's look at it, dad. Like why, you know, you can really, depending on your relationship with your dad, you can really drill down into, okay, like, why do you want to do this? Why do you think, it's, you know, important for you to give me away. And I assume to get at the crux of things, you know, your dad will say, oh, you know, I just want a special moment with you. Okay, then let's have, you know, a dance. Let's have some photos together. Um, In our case, you know, I'm going to ask my dad to give a speech. He's a really good speaker, uh, very eloquent. And he also is very, uh, very sentimental. He always writes really beautiful cards. So I think he's going to give a wonderful toast. And I think that's going to be a really nice way to honor him and have that moment with him. So there's other places in the wedding where you can honor your dad, your mom, your stepmom, your stepdad, your uncle, you know, whoever is that person who who wanted to walk you down the aisle. And I think if you kind of break down to them why you don't want to do it and you know even if they push back on oh but you know you know so you're always getting in on those feminist things hopefully that's not your dad if you kind of break down their why like you know I've explained to you why I don't want to do it why don't you go ahead and explain to me why you do want to do it I think at the heart of all of it it's just going to be you know they want to have a special moment with you or they want to like show you how much they love you or something like that I don't think it's a good enough reason just to say oh I've always envisioned it like okay I, you know, I envisioned being a princess when I was five and that didn't happen. So it's, you know, I don't want to make light of, of your your dad and, you know, what he's been dreaming of. But I do think that the reality of the situation is more important. And I would hope that your dad agrees with that and can get on board with whatever you are planning. Because again, it is your day and you should be totally comfortable and on board and excited about every aspect of it, including how you walk into your wedding ceremony. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Unconventional Wedding Planning Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I hope you found the episode helpful. If you really want to make my day, you can leave me a rating and review. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and tell a friend about the podcast. And remember, you can have a great meal without a centerpiece on the table.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods